Chicka 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 one one two chicka 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 one one two chicka 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 one one three chicka 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 one 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 but never fucking twenty. Ocarina solo time. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. Welcome to the show. Oh, that's uh, um, Jock Jams meets like <laughs> it's a, like children's American Sesame Street fair, yeah. like yeah. Revolutionary like, War. Yeah. It's like Schoolhouse Rock, kind of. Oh man, that was great. Remember, didn't they try to revive oh. Schoolhouse Rock? I think they might. Yeah, they did. That <laughs> <laughs> messed with every auditory what? sensory that I had because you were. It's in here, but then it was so loud and bouncing off of that. Yeah, wall, and it was hitting. Right yep. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one. <laughs> one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Um, today we are uh, we are negative one Elliot. Mm. Negative one Elliot. Mm. But he's out, you know, doing Rica. shit. He's in Costa Rica, Costa hanging out with monkeys. Surfing the biggest wave, wasn't it? Well, Something he like wasn't going to do it. His, his brother, brother, his brother was going to surf. Goal it. to surf the second, second. biggest wave. Or, or I guess you would say potential wave. This yeah. place provides the potentially second biggest wave that you could surf. Yeah. <laughs> While playing the ocarina. Yeah. So we'll get an update when he gets back on if he's surfed. If it happens. What's that song called? He's had no service. I don't know what that song's called. Do you think it's royalty free? If a, a something in land of... Land of cotton, old town, then he forgot to look away. Oh, Dixieland. Dixie. Dixieland. Dixieland. One, two. And I will tap it up. Oh, it's a racist song. Okay, yeah. So are all those, I guess. Uh, not into, I don't think I'm stepping out on too big of a limb. We'll probably make some people angry with, with this statement. But like, if Dixie is in the title, yeah, there's a pretty yeah. good chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, okay. Um, been watching American Horror Story with oh. the daughter. We've talked about this before. We're on the final season now, Steve. We're on 1984, Which is what? Oh. I think is what the final season is called. And it's basically like a 1980s slasher. Look away. See, they're telling you to look away. <laughs> look, look away. away. Yeah, yeah, but you know, man. wrong over here. It's starting to make me a little angry because that video had that as the Oh, photo. no. There it is. There it is. On yeah. YouTube. It's look just, away. 
there's nothing to I wonder if that came from the song bag. Are all the books oh, yeah. somewhere? That book is in your The top, song yeah. bag. Yeah. Because the, the, the yeah. great American song bag is where a lot of those traditional songs came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that song's you in there. You can find the lyrics. Hmm. It probably is. Now right, you got to learn you? to play it on that ocarina. <laughs> ocarina. 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 I was saying uh, we're watching 1984. It's the slasher season. Of uh, American Horror I haven't Story. started it. Uh, well, I'm enjoying it. I've liked it better than some of the other subpar seasons, but it's all right. But the the point is, do you know how they had Richard Ramirez in Hotel? Did you watch Hotel? Yeah. All right, so Richard <clears throat> Ramirez is back in this season. Whoa. Uh, and I won't tell you why or how or whatever. Yeah, don't. I like that when they bring in characters. From, they do like, it all wasn't the time. Twisty, is Twisty the clown? What's that clown's name? Uh, I forget the name you of You know him, who I'm talking they about? they brought him He's in, been back. Or, or at least his comic book. A comic form, yeah. yeah. So, Whoa. I think it's Twisty. So, twisty. Uh, my daughter's getting like a little bit into the true crime. She likes Good. more movies. Here we type go. Yep. Here we go. So she's like, okay, I'm learn about Richard Ramirez. And she starts Googling him while, oh, no. while we're watching. And she's in love. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But she found, yeah. she found this questionnaire, this friendship questionnaire that oh! Richard Ramirez <laughs> wow. filled out God. while he was in prison. And it's got some friendship questionnaire. What the some fuck ad- is that? It's like he's just doing pen pal stuff because he was a celebrity for whack jobs. So people were just sending like him letters and yep. stuff. Yeah. So you know, women were like, "I want you inside me and put your Satan in my butthole," stuff like that. Yeah. But you have to sign. The, you have to answer these questions. Well, before this, that can I think Cover somebody me in your just sent him a friendship questionnaire. Like, gotcha. fill this out. Let's okay. get to know okay. each other. What's your favorite color? And that's kind of a lot of that, but. There's some pretty good answers on this. He's here. like, he go, what's your favorite color? Amniotic. Placenta. <laughs> Poo. <laughs> but I'm going to go through some of his answers because I would say, admittedly, that a couple of them are pretty funny. I can't like, wait. Okay. I was like, good job. Good job. Great psycho. job, terrifying psycho murderer. Childhood <laughs> heroes. Uh-oh. Jack the Ripper. Great. Wow. Okay, there we go. Favorite TV show. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. <laughs> the Munsters. <laughs> wow. Damn it. And you know what, man? It's things like that that would make like the conservative like reporters and news people go like, well then, the Munsters must be yep. the source of some insane people. Yeah, the Munsters are done. That's why things like that became inherently evil. Because it just so happened that like maybe some One of these killers person. played Call of Duty or watched yep. the monsters, and then it gets associated with like mass murderers. And the thing is, is like, sure, it's true. Go on. I said one, two, three, and four, five, six, and eight. Fuck seven. This is my new jam. Called Fuck Seven. Fuck Seven! <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, eight! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man, we might have to make that song. Yeah, I think we uh. might have to. Okay, favorite movies. Some of these uh, these are given. Summer uh, of Sam. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. And The Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Listen, so that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> just because. Those make sense. Just because. Because the thing is, is you could watch a movie like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is arguably a very disturbing movie. It's, it's 
a lot of old movies are hard for me to watch because they're boring. Yeah. Um, that one is not boring. It's hard for me to watch because it is a, it's, it's a gritty. It's very like vile. It movie. goes there. Yeah, yeah. That that hammer hit at the beginning of the yeah. movie Ooh. on the head. It's that is forever just ingrained. There's, yeah. Yeah. There's just some magic sauce all over yeah. that movie it's because dirty. it's just a relic of the '70s mm-hmm. and a time when people were like on cocaine all the time and just making whatever Damn. the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And this guy went for it. If you've never seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hooper, I highly right? recommend Toby yeah. Hooper. Toby Hoops. I highly recommend checking it out with a group of friends. Don't watch it alone unless you want to get some twisted nightmares. Yeah, and then the new ones, like the remakes and stuff that they brought out. They like, kind of follow the spiritual. They si- follow it and they like try to like up the game. Mm-hmm, but they cannot. They can't like, I, I. it's not the same feeling, but they definitely for me are also kind of unwatchable. Because they're just again so vile, they really Damn, go. I haven't seen really go yeah, for it. I kind of feel similarly about the Hellraiser movies. Oh, interesting. Like they don't go; they're a little bit more campy. Wasn't there a bunch of Hellraiser oh, yeah. movies? Oh, yeah. yeah, but the first like two are like. Well, the first one is first one's great. pretty disturbing. Yeah, weird but shit. That one set the tone. It's like a weird, like sexual, violent. Mm. Horny. It's bru- yeah. brutal. Skin is the word. Ripped. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a little. More, it's way more dark in the sense of like human sensibility yeah. darkness. Like okay, it's got some Cronenberg fly like, kind of shit. You're going like people on. are bad people, and these are really bad people. And then the 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 brutality in it and the gore is next level. Yeah. And then <clears> subsequent <throat> sequels, they lean more into the creativity of the Cenobites. Yeah. And the world yeah. Building. And the world uh. they and the hell they come from okay. and shit. Yeah. But like the thing. The, first of all, that I mean. We go on and on and on about Hellraiser, and by the way, it is Halloween. So, but the thing is, is like um, with uh, Hellraiser, mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's like um, real weird and bonkers and gross. Yeah, and they, you're right. They like they make like this terrible person your like lead character yeah and they make that person like some weird like horny deviant kind of guy it's like messed up that wow. first one. it's really fucked up but yeah. it's like i can understand someone like richard ramirez going oh, yeah like seeing that and or seeing like you know texas chainsaw massacre and going like uh, like yeah. getting, going the He's opposite like, this is, direction yeah. this is my brave little toaster i yeah. love this yeah and <laughs> i guess some people would say that that type of entertainment could definitely lead people who are susceptible to that type of imagery to affect them but it's not um, the main reason why it no no it back. can't be it's yeah. just in, in honestly it's like it is just psychological stuff yeah. you know it's just the chemical breakup of the human brain mm-hmm. and i really think it begins in the school rooms it begins in the home and it begins at the very beginning in the, the, bl- in the placenta <laughs> um, so here's the music you can't listen to anymore because it'll make you a murderer led zepp Wow. Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, you know, devil stuff. Iron Maiden. Devil. Metallica. <laughs> the devil. Ozzy. The devil. ACDC. The devil. And his favorite, we have found out from this show, Billy Idol. Oh. oh. Billy Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol's not evil. No, he's cool. I think he just thought he yeah. was really kind fucking cool. Kind of a cool. punk rock cool dude. Yeah. All right, okay. So here's here's some of the, the, the other funny answers that I thought were great. Um, most treasured honor. My dick. <laughs> no way. I swear to God. Most treasured honor. My dick. Right there. Wow. My dick. And then he follows that up with perfect woman or man. Me. 
<laughs> all right. And then uh, what's the other one? Hobbies. Slicing and dicing and spicing up rump roast. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's talking about something else? Innuendo. It might be a little bit of both. He'd be like, "I am a murderer and I'm proficient at it, but I also like to spice up a good meat. Love to have oh. a good rump roast. I love a good meat. His favorite meal is woman's feet." <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then uh, let's see here. Uh, ideal evening. It's acquired taste. What does he say? This is his ideal evening. Okay. A full moon, sex, and drugs all night. Dang. Pretty simple. I mean, that sounds nice. Where's full the moon. murder? Yeah. Um, yeah. When get to the murder. All well, night. his recommended reading is all murder books, true crime magazines. <laughs> so, so, and that's the other thing. Those true crime books and shit, like, really kind of give you an idea on how to like navigate around, thought, like yeah. bumbling, like investigators and things like that. Like you, could, like you could learn how to yep. be a serial killer and get away with it by mm. listening to reading a lot and of those true crime serial stories killers for dummies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the final one that is pretty interesting, I'd like to see what you guys think this is. Every January 1st, I resolve, colon, and he writes, can't say here. Ha. What do you think you wanted to do on January 1st? Wait. He what? resolves? What's his January 1st, his New Year's resolution? Can't say here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, can't say here. Maybe maybe he's trying to say that like he's he's like if he got out, yeah, like he's, he's planning not an rehabilitated, escape. yeah, or something like that. Like it's not helping him yeah. be in jail. He still wants to murder, he wants to escape. Yeah, or to, yeah, he had a plan, but he's also kind of alluding to there might be a plan. Wait, he's can't messed. say here or can't stay? Can't say here. Can't say can't say he what he's say resolving it. to do on the first of January in that year. He's got four brothers and one sister, by the way. God bless him. Wow. Marital marital status single, and his hometown is Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish all these answers were like completely the opposite of what you were thinking. Because then what would the media take yeah, from that? Yeah. I mean, like, what's monster, your favorite movie? The Monsters Gone with the is wind. pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, The Monsters what's is What's your good. favorite TV show? I Dream of Genie. <laughs> What's your favorite book? Uh, the the um... Hello God, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the G, whatever that book is. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. Chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women's feet for the soul. Yeah. I uh, honestly, it'd be fun to throw them off the trail with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. if you're going to be a psychopath and you're going to mess with people and you're just smart enough to be able to do so, yeah. you might as well have a little fun with yeah. it. I'm just going to start telling people when they ask me what my favorite movie is, I'm just going to say Sex in the City 2. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Every time. Throw them off the trail. Also, your favorite meal. My favorite uh, meal. Sex in the City 2. <laughs> Thank you. Lost in New York. Thank you. Oh, speaking of Lost in New York, did you guys see this fucking amazing thread that no. th so I posted a, a a story about it because oh here it is okay so this guy on Twitter named Kevin J Zach at Kevin J Zach Z A K Kevin J Zach J Zach he tweeted this like incredible fucking idea for a home for a true Home Alone three wait I saw Whoa. the tweet I know what you're talking about <laughs> but I didn't deep dive into it so keep it's going it's very good okay it's very good okay so check this out so it's a thread and he goes on he says the time is ripe for a true Home Alone three it's been thirty years okay yep okay yep, so yep. here's the story Kevin McAllister who is forty is now the associate artistic director at Carnegie Hall which is a Brenda Fricker nod. 
Is that one of the characters in well, Home Alone? It might, maybe it's a nod to the pigeon lady because they went to Carnegie, oh, Carnegie Hall yeah. together and <clears throat> fell in love while sitting in the rafters yeah. watching the orchestra. It was an orchestra, yeah, or yeah. it was like a choir, choir or something. Yeah. Okay, here's here's the cool, but here's where it gets interesting. He and his husband Derek, oh. played by Dan Levy. Okay, okay, okay. Eugene Levy's son, yep, who's yep, amazing. Yep, 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 yep. Live in Kevin's yep, 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 late. Yep, 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 yep. Uncle's townhouse on the UWS. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Some kind of New York East Coast. That's a New York thing. The couple travels to Chicago to spend one last Christmas at home with his recently widowed mother, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, because he died in real life. And then help her move out of the big old McAllister house. It's too big for her. All the kids are moved out. Like there's too many rooms. She's gotta take that upkeep. No, Mm -hmm. can't do that. She's gotta she's gotta, you know, downsize a little bit. But things gotta get a little crazy, right? Things gotta get kind of fun in this movie because it is a home alone. Yeah. And because it's been thirty years, Marv and Harry have served their time for armed robbery Ooh. okay Let's they keep are in mind pesci is very old yeah yes. we've seen yeah. him recently in the irishman he did a wonderful job but i don't think he's as spry as he was but i i honestly believe daniel stern can probably still jump 10 feet high <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and they could use stunt doubles and shit yeah yeah they're released and have thought of nothing but revenge Ooh. the whole time and you got to think about this though if kevin McAllister is 40 they're like 80 i know yeah. To get Kevin McAllister where they want him, they hatch a plan to kidnap Kevin's mom. (laughs) Oh, boy. So this is dark shit. (laughs) Kevin and Derek arrive in Chicago after accidentally sleeping in and running through JFK to make their flight just in time. That'd be fun. We're going to go, oh, they're going to wake up and go, Dan Levy wakes up. Yeah. He goes, Kevin! (laughs) He looks to the right and he wakes Kevin up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay. They arrive at an empty house. In Chicago, with a ransom note that says, "We have your mom, little buddy." Ooh, Whoa. little buddy, that's good. That's good. Kevin and Derek call the police, and they get the same. Wait, are they the wet bandits or are they sticky bandits at this point? That's are a good they, point. We are don't they know. just bandits? Maybe they're bandits. just the bandits. Ooh, yeah. Boy. Kevin and Derek call the police, and they get the same useless cops, Larry Bankin and Kate Johnson from the original Home Alone. Oh well, they're old too. Yeah. Derek is distraught, but Kevin knows exactly who took his mother and takes it upon himself to get her back. Ooh. I wonder if Dan thinks he's a little crazy at this point. I know, point. right? Yeah. Like, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. What are you talking about? They're 80. Check this out. It turns out Marv and Harry have taken Kate to the church near the McAllister house, the one where Kevin connected with old man Marley 30 yeah. years yeah. prior. Wow. Oh, he's he's Sadly, definitely probably passed as well. Way gone. Yeah. He's, he's bone, gray bones in a grave. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, the church went under 10 years prior and has sat empty since. So Dang. it's like in Home Alone 2, we got this empty house that we're going to set up some traps. Now it's in the church. So yeah. it's going to have a feel of both movies inside of it. Except, yeah, wow. you ready for this? Yes. I mean, this is where it gets real good. The tables have turned. Now Kevin ah. and Derek have to go through the fun <laughs> yeah. house set up by Marv and Harry. Kevin is much smarter than the burglars, is uh. and uh, are uh, much smarter than the burglars are when it comes to homemade weapons, and is able to evade each trap. Derek is not so prepared and gets caught in most traps. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan Levy's getting all knocked around and shit. Marv and Harry have Kate in the basement. 
while they're putting Kevin and his husband through the booby trap church, she's able to cut herself free and she takes a crucifix and hits both bandits. Okay. Okay. All right. They collapse easily because they are now 63 and 77. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, his mom and Derek flee the church and head back to the house. Kevin reveals to his mom and husband how he knows the sticky bandits and what transpired on those Christmases 30 That's, years oh, ago. Right. That's why Dan would think nobody he's crazy. Knows. Because nobody knows. Nobody was ever told, yep. which yeah. is the craziest Isn't it thing. awesome, dude? I love the idea that he finally tells, <laughs> tells his it. mom what happened. Confesses. And you could get like, or no, I was doing, or what? And you could he, he's like talking, but it's like muted, and you just see scenes from the movies like Aww. kind of fading in and out. And the mom's like crying and going like what? And like you know, it's just like no dialogue. You just see him talking, and Dan's just holding his hand, yeah, and like yeah, like really freaked out, yeah. I said one, two, three, four, five, six. And eight. <laughs> Kevin, his mom. Oh no, this is it. Okay, so they talk about the they talk about the sticky bandits and what happened thirty years ago. Derek is wildly alarmed, as only Dan Levy could pull off. Mm. While they're sharing secrets, Kate reveals she had an orgy with the polka band that drove her from Scranton <laughs> to Chicago in 1991. She doesn't regret it, and she never told Kevin's father. Kevin and his mom hugged by the Christmas tree. Oh, my god, That's a good final it's joke. It's so good. Yeah. That's a good joke. Kevin then says they should rig the house with traps and try to catch the geriatric sticky bandits who are lying dead in the church. <laughs> Kevin's husband thinks the whole thing is insane and calls the police. Lana Del Rey's cover of Somewhere in My Memory plays over the credits. Man, that's, wow. that is really fun. I love so that. So good. I could see him doing it, too. What what it's lacking, and I'm sure multiple script Chris uh, Pratt. rewrites. <laughs> Please. Um, we got to talk about that, too. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, a lot to talk about today. Buzz has got to come in, right? Like, in Buzz. Oh, yeah. Maybe Buzz, like, lived down the way and to, like, set up the traps or get through the traps or get prepared. Yeah, you can't have the 19 children not just be in the movie Buzz. even a little bit. And maybe his brother now. Because, well, I'm just saying. Uh, Kieran can be in it mm-hmm. in some way, too, still wet in the bed. Mm-hmm. But, like... Uh, He's got to like steal Buzz's like power tools or yeah. something yeah. without asking him and breaking yeah. him. So then at the end, Buzz is like gets pissed. Oh, you saved mom. Thanks, or like maybe, Kevin. maybe like, uh, you know, they're all caught in a moment that seems like the bandits got them all. And then like Buzz busts in in like an RV or like a like a Humvee or something. <laughs> and he comes out. And he's like, get in the car. And then he's like finally made up for being a piece of shit as yeah. a younger guy. He's just a good dude now. And then we get to bring in older brother Pete. Yeah. yeah. Pete and Pete. Where's that guy been? And honestly, you could cast like anybody, any modern comedians <clears throat> in those roles. Like you could totally get like a, you know, like a, who am I thinking? Like, like a, who's the, who's the guy? Beck Bennett. Oh, you yeah. Get like a Beck yeah. Bennett in there oh, He's, yeah. as one of the kids, you know, whatever. Like cameos abound. Mm-hmm. Chris, At, Chris Columbus has to direct it. I, yeah. Dude, it would be awesome if he would. Yeah. I mean, Good stuff. you know, that would destroy too. I want to see, see it. People would see that so yeah. I know. And Dan Levy's like having a huge moment. He's exactly. like he's a big boy, big good boy. So let's think like a let's think like um a movie studio, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is they would consider this a risk. Absolutely. But 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 Hey there guys. 
guys, Elliot here. I hope you're enjoying this episode without me. I'm just sitting here at home thinking about products and services I think you might like. And if you're interested, you can check out the links in the description. So let's dive into it. Now, here's the deal, guys. It's 2021. All right, we're winding down on the year. And I think the days are over where you have to choose between style and comfort. You know what I'm talking about? It shouldn't be one or the other. You should be able to throw something on and not even worry about it. Maybe like how I'm doing right now. But anyway... Enough about me. In 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli felt boxed in by his wardrobe. He hated also having to compromise between style and comfort, so he decided to do something about it and started with reinventing the humble plain tee. The result? A tee that GQ calls the only shirt worth wearing. Stylish enough for the bedroom or the street, comfortable enough for workouts in the gym or nights out at the club. You might think, did we really need a new take on the t-shirt? And the short answer is yes, we did. I'm wearing it right now and it's the best t-shirt in the world. I'm not lying. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's my favorite clothing brand. I'm not afraid to say that, but enough about me. Cuts became world famous for making t-shirts that look as great as they feel, whatever life throws in your way. And now they're reinventing work leisure below the waist too. More on that in a second. But for real, uh, these are my all-time favorite shirts and I love the way that they feel and I love the way that they look and I love the way uh, that they hold up. I've had this for a while. It still fits like I just got it yesterday. It's absolutely wonderful. Also, Cuts just released their new always on joggers designed to never take a day off even when you do whether you're commuting to the office or out on a date cuts joggers offer comfort that never quits and style that never disappoints for a wardrobe as ambitious as you are as seen in the world's elite athletes like patrick homies damian lillard tim tebow and bryce harper go gators just to name a few so it's not just lifestyle okay it's not just clothing it's work leisure apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order at cutsclothing.com slash valleycast. That's cutsclothing.com slash valleycast for 15% off your first order. It's totally worth it. That's uh, cutsclothing.com slash valleycast for 15% off your first order. Look at it. And I liked it. I like the color and everything. And you know, I may not be on this episode of the Valleycast, but that's not going to stop me from opening up to you. For example, did you know that I have blackheads? I don't like really talking about it, but you know who's helped me with it? Apostrophe. In fact, it's also on my face right now. Yeah, Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-based oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin, your beautiful unique skin that's about to get more beautiful. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. And that's what I got. I put it around my my eyes. I know, whatever. So what are your skincare goals and why did you choose to try apostrophe? Well, my skincare goals are to still look like an actual person when, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, like a young person because as you age, you get closer to death and that's, that's really scary. Plus the service is really nice. You can just sign up. Somebody gets back to you really soon. They give you a product. It comes to your house. It's very private. It's very discreet. It's very nice. You don't have to tell people about it. The packaging looks really good. Their logo is really nice. I like all that stuff. I like good graphic design. Sue me. You know, I like more than graphic design stuff that makes my face look good. So anyway, also when you open it, it's just like a nice pretty, it just looks good. Anyway, so we have a special deal for the audience of the Valley Cast. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash valleycast when you use your code, our code, excuse me, valleycast. This code is only available to listeners of the Valleycast. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash valleycast and click begin. Then use our code valleycast 
to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's apostrophe.com slash valleycast. A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash valleycast. And use that code valleycast to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. But now I have a question for you guys. Have you looked in the mirror recently? Sure, maybe you grew that beard and it was really cool for a time, but now it's uh, time to maybe trim it. You know, you gotta get back to work, gotta start looking professional, and Harry's can help with that. Maybe it's your morning routine. You know, you get up, you shower, you shave, you you do whatever else, and Harry's can help with two out of the three of those things. If you don't know Harry's, it's time you do. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighted handles that make a close comfortable shave, quick, and dare we say, enjoyable, and it came just in time for me, I tell you, I really needed it, and it looks nice too, it comes in a really cool, it's like got a blue, dark, kind of teal color, so it's wonderful, refill blade, start as low as two bucks, easy decision, and because Harry's insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they just give you both, how wonderful is that, even easier, new Harry's customers gets their starter set, which includes a five blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover, it's a $13 value given to you for just $3, I think that's pretty cool, plus Harry's offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for men all delivered right to your door in a very nice box I keep talking about, you know what, I love packaging, but also I love blades that cut very close and don't uh, make me bleed or hurt a little bit. And that happens because I try to keep the neck hair shaved even though I haven't for a second right now, but I need to do that. And that's, you know, just goes to show everything they said in this ad is true. So anyway, I really like them. And here's the deal. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash valleycast to get your starter set for just three bucks. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash Valleycast is 100% satisfaction guaranteed, so you got nothing to lose. Go to harrys.com slash valleycast right now to get this special offer. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash valleycast. Harrys.com slash valleycast to get your starter set for just $3. I mean, can you even imagine? Can you even imagine a better deal? I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think studios are taking big chances on franchises right now. It's the only thing that gets made these yeah, days. Yeah, that's why. Is something connected to a nostalgic Agreed. franchise. Agreed. Agreed. Most of it's like big budget, though, when they're doing it. This wouldn't necessarily like be a big budget type of like extravaganza. The problem they would go is like this is geared too much to an older audience. So they would have to – there has to be like an adopted – Child or two from uh, Dan. Oh, and Kevin, Kevin and to bring yeah. in the little. Oh, okay. God, okay. you're gonna Blues Brothers 2000 this shit. Yeah, gotta bring and in put the little. Put a fucking annoying kid in there. No, I'm not saying I would want it. I but know, I'm saying I would probably. It. That's yeah. where Hollywood would in. fuck shit yeah. up. Yeah. You know, yep. you don't need it. Yeah, you don't. Unless you get like, uh, like, uh, who's that kid from Room? Little Jacob Tremblay or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Do you know what else they Someone would Someone who's an actor. You know it would be like Finn That's Wolfhard actually good. or something. Yeah. yeah. I also would predict that maybe even they go even a step further. And they, it's, a, it's a ridiculous, like you have to buy into the concept, but it's a movie, so maybe people would to get it through the, the movie system. I don't agree with this take either, but it's like instead of Kevin McAllister versus the Wasticky Bandits, it's going to be like, Family grudge, Hatfields and McCoy 
type of scenario where the grandchildren oh, of yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate that. It's versus like Kevin McCallum. Yeah, I don't also hate work. that because yeah. you give you you make it less about geriatric men yes. being a threat. It could be there. <laughs> it could be the the offspring. Uh, of of, of Harvey Bandit. Mary of Harry yeah Harvin still Mary. versus Mary. Kevin McAllister <laughs> as well like yeah. they could be coming to like, sure I mean I, yeah I, I mean that's the that's the like modern yeah. remake the, his pitch version. though I yeah. want to say that I love enjoy the Twitter pitch yeah here's the all here's the other thing too that's like a total like um like political Hollywood thing but the fact that this guy tweeted that out into the world means we'll never, never see, see it. it. <laughs> nope. Because that's yeah. just how fucking Hollywood politics works. They'd have to hire they'd have to give that guy money for the concept, which they already have their writers in their studios oh, dude, that this, they give scripts yeah. to. How many versions of Home Alone have whatever just, this would be dude, five? It's yeah. just never gonna happen. Yeah. It's so sad, but it's never gonna happen. Yeah. You know, you know what? You know what could happen though. I think what they could get Macaulay Culkin to do like a funnier die trailer or something, and get Dan Levy in he there and just make like yeah, a like a little short. He did a yeah. commercial. He did right. a Home Alone. Like commercial. he did something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then yeah. we got real old version yeah. of Joe Pesci going. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, I'll be there too someday. I was gonna say the first Home Alone I saw was Home Alone Three when I what was the like, fuck? yeah, when oh, I was like oh, eight years old, and I loved it. What happened? I know. Uh, did you see the other ones? I saw the other ones afterwards, and, and I loved those just as much. Were you not like, more. oh, this is a better movie? But my introduction to that Home Alone universe was with Home Alone Three, and because I still of was hooked because it was on TV. Or it was something? like we were camping, we it. and they had it on. My friends had it on like theaters, VHS. Dude. No, yeah. it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Okay, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm okay. gonna look it up. Right. Wow. It's got, who's that little kid in that movie? I don't even know. He's but some he had, little kid. He had Is it long the, hair. The liar, liar kid. No, they couldn't get him. <laughs> Trust me, they couldn't. <laughs> and I remember too. I was at the perfect age because there was a a scene with the sticky note. There was like post-it notes on like a. A poster of a woman, and like the post-it notes were covering up her. Oh, of course, of course. And I was like, "That's the blah, best." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's behind that, the little posty? Yeah, Steve. Yes. So, it did get released in the theaters in 1997, December 12, 1997. What do you think the box office take was? Like how much it gained? Uh, how much it made? Yeah. Let's play. Let's play a game. Well, how much was the budget? Let's play a game. Oh. It doesn't matter. Yes. I'm going to say it made 130 mil. Okay, so you were saying it was so bad that it wouldn't even get a theatrical release, and now you're saying it would have Well, made but now that you're saying it, it was a theatrical release, mm-hmm. to me it feels like, because one and two were such big hits. 45 million. You guys are straddling the answer. 79 million. Okay. Okay, yeah. So 58 I mean, still... million of that was from people not knowing it was going to be no. real bad, yeah. probably. <laughs> Well, he loved it, though. Yeah, yeah well, but it was at, for like, him when he was a baby boy. Yeah. So I guess parents taking their kids. Right. But also, Steve, did you watch that. it? No. I did not either Absolutely because not. I probably had the same like wretch. Looks like, like garbage. Exactly. Yeah. But check this out. Guess who the screenplay was by? It's not Chris Columbus. It's John Hughes. He Whoa. wrote the script, so it can only be so bad. Yeah, but he also wrote Curly Sue, and that's not very good either. <laughs> People like Curly Sue. And then did you know Scarlett Johansson's in that movie? No. A uh, little girl version? I guess, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So what? It couldn't have been all that bad. And the budget was only $32 million, so I would contend that it was pretty it successful. Still, yeah. 
There we go. Dang. Let me do some of my own research here. <laughs> Followed by a made-for-television sequel, Home Alone Mr. 4. Mr. Skin. Back Home that. Alone 3. <laughs> Mr. Skin. Let's see what's going oh on with Home Alone. Oh, my goodness. It's been so long <laughs> since I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, but they had different, uh, they had different uh, burglars, right? Yeah. They had different uh, burglars. They had different everything. They had different everything. Yeah. Everything was different. No Thank you. Wow, I guess Safari I can't even, even open the Home Alone 3 Rotten Tomatoes page for some reason. Okay, here we go. I just want to read what some people, what like the what, reviews, what, what yeah. some of the blurbs are, yeah. Whoa. All Why right. is my, it's oh, crazy is the, is that that was a theater movie. There we go. But I have, so oh, here's a follow-up for you as well before we jump into that. Um, so he is, it looked like. He was in One Fine Day, the kid. Who's the kid? I remember One Fine Day. What's Alex his name? Alex D. Linz was in yeah, okay. One Fine Day, but then he followed it up with his big break, Home Alone 3. <laughs> and then he followed that up with The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, Scared Silly. <laughs> followed what that up fuck? with The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, The Legend of Grimace <laughs> these Island. Are, these are movies? What if it was The, what if it was D, the uh, Adventures the of okay, okay. Ronald McDonald, Scared Shitless? <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes on to voice young Tarzan in Tarzan. He was in Bruno. Young Tarzan. Whoa. The, the, the Ali G movie? No, this is a 2000 movie called Bruno. I don't know what that is. He was in Titan AE as a, as a voice, which I love that movie. Have you guys seen Titan no. AE? Yeah, yeah. Great animated. It's fine. I love it. Great animated uh, adventure flick in space. It's uh, Matt Damon is wow. one of the voice actors in it. It's very, very good. Anyways. It's so weird. I can't pull up the Home Alone 3. Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. But here, we'll, let's pull up the Wikipedia. Of course. Also, I've been watching a Squid Game. If you guys what haven't is been it? watching I've seen it, people it's like very good. tweet about it. What is it? It's about um, pretty much they gather a group of people and they have them compete in like children's games. Like what are you talking about? Squid, Squid Game. Game. Oh, I heard about this. What is good. it? It's a show. It's a show on Netflix, and it's about like it's mostly about like a main protagonist, but um, they're it's all narrative. trying to yeah, they're all live action, and they're all trying to like gain back money because they're all in debt. And they like secretly get um, the secret organization gets all these people together, and then they compete. They don't know that it's gonna be like a deadly game. Oh, so it's like rat race, but, but they with, like, like bad stuff. Undergamesing it, a but bit. they compete in like children's games. Like the first one is like red light, green light, and then if you get seen moving, you get shot dead. Oh, but they don't cool. realize that that is what it's gonna be. So when that happens at first, it's like this big like moment. As, well, I mean, as the viewer, did you know that was gonna happen? You suspected it, but it wasn't completely said. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Check this out. Home Alone 3 was pitched at the same time as Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, and both films were meant to be produced simultaneously. Oh, they were going to Back to the Future 2 and 3, that bitch. However, those plans fell through. The idea for a third Home Alone movie was revived in the mid-90s. Early drafts called for Macaulay Culkin to return as a teenage Kevin McAllister. However, by 1994... Culkin was no longer acting drugs. As a result, the idea was reworked, centering Dad. on a new cast of characters. Um, okay. <clears throat> Reception. Dun, dun, dun. Gross 79 mil worldwide. worldwide. That's what I said. Home Alone 3 holds an approval rating of 29% in Rotten oh, Tomatoes based careful. on 24 reviews with an average rating of 4.4 out of 10. Not great. Damn. The critical consensus reads, Macaulay Culkin's precocious charisma is sorely missed in this hollow <laughs> sequel, which doubles down on the broad comedy while lacking all the hallmarks that made the original a classic. 
Audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average ga- uh, grade of B+. Plus That's not bad. On an A+, plus to an F scale. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film a positive review of three Ooh. out of four stars. Things are changing. And said that it he found it to be fresh, funny, and better than the first Oh, two. No, 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 no. It's official. Kevin's not crazy. <laughs> the film was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for worst remake or sequel, yeah. losing to Speed 2 Cruise Control. Cruise Control. <laughs> Speed on a boat. I mean, wow. If I remember the plot correctly, though, it was pretty much the exact same thing as the oh, yeah. first one. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, but it sounds like they just lost the heart of the movie and just so, went I mean, for the gay. Yeah. yeah. The gay. That is what it was. Yeah, oh, but... Rotten Tomatoes maintenance and product. Oh, oh, wow. We're going to get some wow. fresh tomatoes. They're, oh, my goodness. Uh, they're doing some pruning. They're uh, fixing it all up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been recommended this Squid Games thing. Yes. It's good stuff. I'm only on the second episode, and the second episode was a little bit of... I mean, there's a twist in the second episode, but uh, they're all it squids. slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> but I can tell it's going to get better. All right. I'm in. It's like yeah. Battle Royale. Have you guys seen um, Over the Garden Wall? I'm uh-uh. going to watch it. This, so this uh, this holiday fall season, I'm going to watch it because I, I started to watch it one year and then got distracted. And I hear only great things about it. People love it. Same. I had only ever heard good things, and then finally, my friend Whitney Moore, shout out, heard of humble her, humble brag, heard of her. Um, she was like, I insist we watch Over the Garden Wall, and she forced me to watch it. Is it a movie or a series? It's a series. Series. Yeah, about ten and episodes. Or 12. Too many. Up. No, I'm just joking. But it's like, yeah, maybe 10. But, Perfect. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I'm out. But it's amazing. I'm back in. It's so good. good. What's it on? Netflix? I think it was a Cartoon Network show. Yeah. It's on Hulu. And it's new. No, it's kind mm, of it's like, like five, six maybe, years old now. Yeah, oh, maybe. wow. Okay. But it's gorgeous. The animation is amazing. The oh, art, I love the, that. The art style is incredible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's Elijah Wood as the lead, oh, of, and it's this. You've seen this kid. He's got like a little like dunce cap kind of. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful art. Beautiful. I still uh, want to start that. Gorgeous. Start yeah. the Star Wars anime. Too. Yes, we are doing. We're I have it. About we were just early. talking about it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Mm. But more importantly, <clears throat> uh, have you guys heard about the Super Mario of casting? Course. You t- of have you, course. Have you guys talked about it? I haven't talked about it. I think the reaction is a little overblown. No, it isn't. Just a tad. No, but I also agree with it. Like when, because only with the, only with the, the sense that I just can't. I've never thought that's what Mario sounded like. I just don't get. I don't, I don't care understand. Care, There's but. not enough reason for them to pick. Chris Pratt, like it, Jack the Black. The big reason is obviously ka-ching, ching, money but time. Even they could, I think that would have worked with a lot of other actors. I feel like this Not is my Chris thought Pratt. because th- let's because every the, the the thing that people went to immediately was was like first of all we've got an Italian plumber, mm-hmm. yeah, which is what we know about Mario, and if you know any Mario stuff at all, canonically Mario sounds like let's go, yeah. Woohoo! Hey, it's Mario time! And he does that the whole he does? time. Wahoo! Oh no! Let's go. And he talks like Let's it. Go. Let's go! There you go. And he does. No, do uh, I need my meds? I need my meds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the spaghetti. <laughs> I don't want the spaghetti. But so we know he sounds like that, and we know Luigi sounds kind of more like this. Yeah. Hey, Mario. It's a little higher. Hey, Mario. Real squeak. 
But we got what, Charlie, Day, Charlie Day and we've yeah. got Chris Pratt cast respectively as Mario and Luigi. And of course, everyone's like, well, what the fuck? Are we going to get Chris Pratt doing a fucking Mario yeah. impression? Or are we going to get Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt? And here's what I think. I think Hollywood, the Hollywood machine doesn't cast Chris Pratt to do a fucking Italian accent. They cast Chris Pratt to be very universally recognizable as Chris Pratt. Every fucking cartoon voice Chris Pratt has ever done sounds sounds like like Chris Pratt. So I think by by all accounts, we're getting Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt's voice coming out of yeah. The beloved Mario. Yep. yep. And it is going to sound it's like gonna Chris be, Pratt. It's going to be weird. It's going to be like Ryan it's Reynolds gonna be, as Pikachu. It's going to be. Yeah, but yeah. Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu is like, a, it, it works because what they did was they made it so that only one person could hear Ryan True. Reynolds being yeah. Pikachu. Which was, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was that one guy. Everyone else heard Pika. They yeah. all heard that. So that worked in that world. So what I'm thinking is, is they might do something like that with this movie. And my Ooh, thought is this. How? Here's, here's my thought. Here's, here's how you make it kind of work, I think. You do like a Wreck-It Ralph kind of they thing. They come out of the game? Where they come out of the game. I see what you're saying. In the game, they go, oh, he's a mean, I'm Mario. And then when they come out, they go, whoa, that was crazy. I mean, that's my job in there. Oh, no. And I think Perhaps. that's what they're going to fucking Perhaps. do, man. You hear, and that, look, I'm not like as I'm not as messed up with the uh, with the Chris Pratt voice versus the canonical Mario voice. I'm actually more when it comes to the entertainment uh, TV and movie versions of Mario. I've got Bob Hoskins in my brain, sure. and I've got the voice of the dude in the animated television show, which again was a deeper, like huskier. Yeah, hey, I'm Mario. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm used to. Like this is a blue collar dude, you know. Yeah. He's gonna. Have- yeah, but like if, but you know that that so it's animated. It's an animated movie. It's being made by the people that did like Despicable Me yeah, and exactly. Minions okay. and stuff like that. Okay. So you know that for brand recognition for Nintendo rules and whatever fucking like we know that when with Warner Brothers when you use Batman like in any project like there are these like very strict rules yeah. that you have yes. to abide by when you inter- when you like represent Batman mm-hmm. same with like Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse and all these beloved fucking characters that are flagship fucking Fortune 500 spokes people from com- Fortune 500 companies they're serial they're not trying up. to take a big chance by fucking this up so what i think is is we're going to see the, the the Mario we've seen in the video games, all cartoony and cute and fucking the way we love Mario. Yeah, like Odyssey Mario. And this is the problem. If we see Odyssey Mario jumping around on the screen and Chris Pratt's it's voice is coming out connect. of that, it's just going to be fucking bad. Yeah. That's, yeah. That'd be the The worst. reason why we have all these multiple Marios with different voices that work is because they're all different versions of Mario. Mario live action Bob Hoskins is fucking Bob Hoskins. Yeah. It's through and through Bob Hoskins, not video game canonical mm-hmm. Mario. We've got the cartoon Super Show Mario, which is its own design, its own look, its own feel, its own world, and it's whatever canonical in that animated world. There's no way they're not going to make this Mario look like the fucking Odyssey Mario. There's no way they're not going to, unless right. they made it because look completely different. Well, they're not. This they're is not. 100% going to be in the Mushroom Kingdom. They're not coming out of the TV at all because... Ugh, I can't do because it. Because... 
Nintendo Land is opening up. I know. So it's so gonna, connected all it's with di- it. Directly connected to Nintendo Land. We've seen what it looks like in other places. Mm-hmm. It's in the Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom. So mm-hmm. it's going to be in the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and hope that it's good. Wow. Not with this fucking cast, because I'll tell you what, the only one that kind of makes sense and works for me, truly, I mean, honestly, Anya Taylor-Joy as she Princess could, Peach yeah. is fine. But Jack Black as Bowser is cool. Yes. I think I could totally do a Jack Black as Bowser because we never really heard Bowser. Jack, he just kind of goes. Yeah. And Jack Black that. can do voices If he better. goes like a yeah. little evil, doesn't do just but Jack Black, f- yeah. then and I could Seth see that work. Seth Rogen is fucking Donkey Kong, dude. <laughs> That's the funniest. What are you doing? That's There's the no funniest. world. Fucking Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Yeah. There's no fucking world. Where these motherfuckers are not going to be doing their own goddamn you, voices. I would actually rather have seen Charlie Day as Toad. As Toad. Do yeah. you think that because these people are so recognizable and because we know their voice so well, that then seeing them connected to, like, Toad, who we also, like, know his voice so well. Nah, he's got to sound like <laughs> like, there's such a weird disconnect that we, that's why it just feels... That's why I'm saying, man. Like, g- I would have been better just not even knowing who was voicing any of these people and just going into the movie with just hearing their voices as... And then, like, going... Is I think... Fucking, is yeah. this fucking Seth Rogen? <laughs> I mean, that would be so I easy. think... This is what I think, dude. I think they're going to start this fucking... If they don't do this fucking Wreck-It Ralph thing where they come out of the video game or whatever, then the, then the other thing they could possibly do is the movie opens with Mario waking up, and he goes, Oh, let's go! <clears throat> well, it's time for work! Uh, and it's Chris Pratt, and then he just goes, uh, and that's uh, that. They, and then the rest of the movie is just different voices for everybody. Be a little meta. What if they, uh, what if they, um... Uh, if they don't put the guy that they, does the voice of Mario in there, they're gonna get ripped to shreds, baby, I'll tell just, you now! Uh, what if they just Jumanji that shit, and Chris Pratt is hanging out at his house oh, with God, Seth I, Rogen, Charlie Day. Dude, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because it looks like a Nintendo commercial and those look like get, Nintendo oh, commercials. And then they get sucked into the game. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I hate that. Honestly, ugh, dude, this is so bonkers. It's so It's weird. Bonkers. It is like an ass. Because you can just go anywhere with this shit because, like, truly, like... <laughs> I hate it. I really don't <laughs> like it. Because, like, you could see them going, like making tons of movies. It's crazy they haven't made an animated Mario Seth movie. Rogen. No. If you had to have that same cast, Seth Rogen should be the Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for honestly, real. if it wasn't for Chris Pratt, we probably would have Seth Rogen as Mario. Like, doesn't that make a little bit more sense? Just for the, yeah, again, like the, the heart of the character, if you're not going to have Mario. The you thing is, I mean? is I can almost hear Seth Rogen doing Donkey Kong if he's like kind of going his voice a little lower like or yeah. like whatever. Yeah, but still, there's so no way. It's going to be Seth Rogen. You know Rogen. what, dude? And they're going to put Diddy Kong in there, I bet, and it's going to be fucking Jonah J- Hill. Jay Burrishell. No, it's going to be Jonah oh, Hill. Jonah Hill. Or Jay Burrishell would be good, too, but Jonah Hill's a bigger get. Interesting. Because wasn't Jonah Hill Green Lantern in the Lego movie? Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes and, sense. And tr- uh, what's his name? Channing Tatum was Superman. Superman, yeah. Yeah. Channing Tatum had a very fun. Uh, Channing Tatum would be a good Mario. He'd be good. He had a good cameo in Free Guy. I know you didn't like Free Guy, but I liked when Channing oh, Tatum showed up. Oh, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> he's funny. He's legitimately a really funny yeah. actor. He's yeah. got good chops. I agree. I love Twenty One Jump Street. Those yeah. are good yeah. movies. When he wow. shows up in fucking This Is the End. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> at the height of his career, yeah. being like a hot leading man <laughs> yeah. to do that. Uh, so good, dude. The Chris Evans thing in uh, in Free Guy. Wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep, That's a yep. big deal. I didn't hate the movie. I could see why people. I did. still haven't seen. I it. was so bothered by the by the world. Yeah, the world broke for me in the first ten minutes of the movie. Oh, that sucks. Because I was like, this is just not how mo- video games work. Yeah, and yeah. even a little bit. Yeah, like these. these I remember you talking. Yeah, about the that. programmers could just go in and hit delete on this fucking glitch or yeah. whatever, and that's yeah. that. Instead, they go into the game and fucking do a cartoon world thing, and it's like I'm out. Yeah. I want some. I want some realism in this thing. Yep. Try to make this work for me, for anybody that likes video games. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, but dude, Chris Pratt as you, Mario you just, just does him. not compute for me. Just, and honestly, it does dude, feel I have a nightmare scenario. <laughs> That this works and fucking people oh. love it, and then the video games get Chris oh, Pratt doing the voices no. of Mario, and then we're gone, like old Mario's no, gone, and no, we just got Chris Pratt happen. Mario. No way. You, listen, man, never say never. We're in a weird fucking no. timeline, man. No we didn't know way. what was gonna happen. Next thing you know, fucking what's her name from fucking <laughs> God, Golden <laughs> Girls is gonna <laughs> die, and then the, <laughs> and then the world is over. <laughs> Yeah, I get I get the ire. I just I'm too old and tired to be mad about it. <laughs> Kevin, you got anything you want to talk about? I don't have a topic yeah. other than uh, that's okay. My my girlfriend finally is here from excited. being in a long distance relationship. Yeah, and I'm very excited. But we don't. I mean, that's not. No, that's cool, man. Well, I mean, it's a big deal. You're going from uh, both sides of the country to now just being you know a short drive away. Yeah. 15 minute drive. She yep. was in Florida. I was in California. Now we're a 15 minute drive. Now you can't drive. escape There's her. no excuses for you nope. now, my friend. She could, dr- she could drive by your place and see if your car is there. If you're like, I'm not home. <laughs> you know? I love how you guys are giving me all these She'll scary look through your scenarios. window and be like, what are you doing? And are you jagging off? <laughs> show up to work every day, Kevin. Uh, yeah. She's crazy. Uh, she's crazy. We didn't want to say anything until she was here. <laughs> I love that, though. I love that, I love that she's here. That's really exciting. Yes. Man. She's a good gal. We're, I want to see you guys fans. do well and she we were you know commenting on how they made the smart decision to not immediately move in move together, in together. That's a great move dude go from very, long distance to medium distance and yeah that was what would have been crazy is going from a long distance because we've always been long distance for yeah. like two and a half years I and mean, then going straight to just all the time together yeah. would have been nuts you could have done the absolutely stupid impulsive move of just like letting that happen move in together and then make that be your struggle but you didn't you made a good decision dude very proud of you i think this is the way to go yeah you guys will move in with each other when you wake up one day and you're like we are literally sleeping in the same bed well that's the thing all the time well that's the thing like yeah like because i've dated people that live so close that you're at you're at each other's houses enough that you're like you kind of live together already but you get the benefit of being able to like kind of go home and take a break. Which and that's what like we've that. like legitimately had to have a conversation about because we've like can tell we're tempted to just stay at one person's house. And you could, the, and you could, yeah. But I think having a little bit of separation is. I still think healthy. if you just start the because you got the communication going, which is yes. real good, and the communication is strong, you know, because you had it long. It's been a long distance relationship, yep. and that communication's got to be real good. Yes, because you're not in person. You're Talky not, talks. Not getting that energy. Getting nope. the, getting that flat screen, baby. That black mirror. That's mm-hmm. right. So all you got to do is you have that conversation where you're like, "Here's the deal." If we feel like we need to fucking take a little time to go home and spend a day without each other or two or a week or whatever, we should just do it. It should be normal. It should be good. It should be healthy. You shouldn't take it personally. It should just be like, let's make this thing be healthy and make it last Mm -hmm. and be smart and talk and communicate and all that good shit. You know what what else I like about your situation? It's something that I'm actually envious of. I didn't get this. And Steve, you've got it a little bit these days, but I know... 
your feelings on it, but now that you've been doing it for a while, I want to know what you think now. I had a time in my life only about maybe three months long where I lived by myself. I only, oh, wow. only had a three month period where like mm-hmm. roommates moved out and then Heather came into our life and then I was like, okay, I'm, yeah. after three months, now Heather and I are together yeah. and living together for reasons. And uh, I look back on that three months romantically and I really wish and I think everybody needs yeah. a time where they live on yeah. their own. Yes. Figure out who they are. Yes. By themselves without the influence of other voices and people and yes. living situations to figure out who you are. So yep. I think you're still doing that. You're doing it. I'm now, doing Steve. it. I'm I'm kind of like I've been thrown into that world mm-hmm. and it's like I hate it and I love it and I hate it and I love yeah. it all day, every day. Yep. It's yep. like good and bad at the same time. Um, just like the other ways, I guess. But um yeah, it's different. You, I mean being able to kind of like the the idea that like you have someone living with you, whether it's a roommate or someone that you're in a relationship family. with or family or yep. whatever, it's like you have that constant subconscious feeling of like there's someone else here. Yeah. And the way you deal with that is in several ways. Either it doesn't affect you and you're just like, hey, there it is. Or you're like a, playing a role of like entertainer or like making sure caretaker. people are okay. Caretaker. caretaker. Yeah. Is everything fine? And so you have this kind of like subconscious, like I can't rest until everyone's okay yeah. or, or until these people are good or whatever. And not having that at all and being able to just kind of like do whatever the fuck you want is like good and bad yeah. at the same time. When you're in a bad place mentally, it can be it tough. It sucks. Right. Yeah. Cause you yeah. can just find yourself being like, Oh, have I just been like laying face down on this couch <laughs> <Yeah>. for seven <laughs> hours? <laughs> I guess I have. <laughs> uh, it's like, I almost need someone to be like, are you okay? Can I go get you food? Yeah. Or, get or off something the couch, so that I get, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need someone to be like, you've been on the couch for seven hours. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, so it's good and bad, but yeah, I think it is helpful for, you know, learning things about yourself. Yeah, not having to worry about other people for a second. I mean, I get to the point to where like I get so stuck in my own routine of living by myself that then another inclusion of somebody will even like cause a disruption to that routine. Throws a wrench in your whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. because you're like, this is how I like my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So having losing that is another, you know, you have to sacrifice that. Right. And there's all these sacrifices when it comes to relationships and it's all about work and communication and effort and all that shit. And sometimes it's nice to just be like, hey, maybe all this work and effort should just be for me. I'm going to communicate with myself. Like, fix my, fix I'm myself. Work on me for a little bit. And then I'll be able to give someone else like, yeah. the, more of me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did you, what was your reaction when you saw Ellie for the first time in real life when she moved here and you found out she was 7'3"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that she's so fucking she's tall. She's so big. doesn't look like that she's on camera. She's so uh, tall. It's nuts. She's just like, all legs, She's too. pushing eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, listen, let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Let's end Damn. the show. Damn. good times. Yeah. Um, good anything times. anybody want to plug? Movie, movie game, bitly.com slash movie, movie game. We ordered extras after the uh, pre-orders got in, so there's a limited amount there, but you can order them now, so please do so. Are you still going to do the movie, movie game that incorporates, uh, I don't know if we want to say it. Peepee? That incorporates. Um, is this internet. A, is this a secret between you and me so Steve doesn't know? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, I just might be yeah. a secret. I got one. I mean, yeah, I've got them listed out. Okay. I just got to do Because there's a good one that okay. I'm still that you want to do. Okay. Tasty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a little plug that's outside of the realm of the Valley Folk, if that's okay. okay. Well, thank you for watching. Thanks, Goodbye. everybody. Thanks for watching. <laughs> 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 Seven.
Dynamic Banter is going to the East Coast yeah. on a little tour. Hey. And this boy's coming with us. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to take this little baby. I'm going to wear yeah. him on my... Yeah, yeah, in a little In a little baby carrier. <laughs> How many places are <laughs> you going? Where are you going? Square. What are the venues? How many stops? <laughs> I'm going... Well, we're, go- we're only doing two shows. Yeah. It's a real small thing. Um, I don't know. Tickets sh- should be up by the time this goes up, I yeah. think, whenever yeah. this yeah, goes yeah. up. Going up but yeah, we're going to yeah, be yeah, yeah. at the Crystal Ballroom in um, Boston. Boston. Yeah. And then we're going to be at the Bell House in yeah. New York. We've been there. Yeah. That's right. The Bell House. That's right. That that's was... where me and Ellie first met in person, actually. Whoa. Yeah. That's a special thing. When she was Ooh, eight feet tall. You should bring Ellie. Are you going to bring Ellie? <laughs> She's going to see if she can. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Bell House. Love Bell House. That. Great venue. We had a great time uh, doing our show there. And then I've heard from many a people that Boston is one of the best places I'm to so go excited. and do comedy. I'm also excited to be on the East Coast in the winter time because it's yeah. so beautiful over there. Bundle up, baby. I'm ready, man. Might see that up. tree in Times Square. We'll Darren, see. You should tell Darren you're going. Dude, oh, Darren yeah. and some yeah. other friends that are in yeah. New York now. Yeah, I talked to Darren. I was like, dude, I'm gonna be on the. I'm gonna be in New York uh, like the first week of December, and I might stay a little bit longer. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I might Why stick not? around. Yeah. Go see uh, that tree. Because I barely ever go to the East Coast ever, and I might as well stick around for yeah. a little if I can. But go get um, yelled at by that guy that yelled at me when I was asking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the tr- oh yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I mean, it is New York. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I was talking to Darren, I I hit up Darren. I was gonna, I'm I'm gonna be in the East Coast in in the first week of December, and he's like, we're gonna get one slice of pizza, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sounds good to me. That's all I got time. TikTok for. superstar Darren, Darren, Darren. Yeah, he doesn't nice. have time anymore Mm-mm. for us little guys. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but um, but yeah, so check the socials if you want to go to any of those shows, and we'd love to see you on the East Coast, and I think it'd be a real fun time, okay? Got Beautiful. Got anything, buddy? You good? No plugs. You good? I'm good. Do you want to tell them your girlfriend's address? <laughs> no, sir. One, two, <laughs> two three, four, five, six, and eight. <laughs> <laughs>